But in terms of the relationship, I'm just wondering if there's an opportunity for something different from the whole box set death march. The box set death march? Yeah. You know, just a different shape of relationship. It could be exciting. Right. Maybe, I guess, yes. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, you know, because we've torn everything else down, right? Love is the last fridge magnet left. Right. I'm Christopher Hooten. And I'm David Rapson. And for the next few minutes, we're living on coffee and flowers. Boxer makes me think of a time I was walking around New York City at four in the morning and having a So apartment stories is um, there's a, there were four songs <laughs> that were written actually Brian I, I sort of wrote the music after we had given up um, and been sent home and I I didn't again I was like searching for titles so there was Army Navy Air Force and Coast Guard <laughs> nothing nothing patriotic or sort of I don't, not a big military person but they're just they were just the names I came up with and um, Apartment Story was Army um, and and then when we came into just this. shifts it inverts on itself and then basically it's the same chords and the chorus just voice differently um and it's not unlike a lot of other songs where it's just basically a very simple thing it just has to do with how things are voiced um but i but again like brian and i we recorded that in we recorded that along with the other ones um in the studio, actually Coast Guard was Bryce and I, that's racing like a pro, but, um, uh, there's one called Air Force and Navy that never made it anywhere. Um, but it was basically an attempt to write <clears throat> a rock song because we felt we needed one or needed more than we didn't have everything we, we needed. And then Matt, you know, it really clicked for him. Be still for a second while I try and try to pin your flowers on. Can you carry my drink? I have everything else. I can tie my tie all by myself. I'm getting tired. I'm forgetting why. It's a musically a way more kind of frenetic opening after Green Gloves and Slow Show. Um, Love that intro. With this opening verse, where, where, where are we here? What's going on? We're in the hallway, I see. I'm right by the hat stand. <laughs> you know, like um, uh, you know, getting ready to go out and 
that that slight stressful period of like maybe I always I always feel a slight like um, anxiety when it's time to go out and you um, with my wife and I when we're like getting ready always one of us is slightly behind the other like have you got your socks on yet have you got your boots on yet there's a rush to get out because usually there's a, a time where you're meant to be somewhere so I picture, picture that quite stressful hallway environment like about to go out the door you know yeah I think I just purely because of the pin your, pinning your flowers on makes me think that maybe they're getting ready for a wedding though I didn't like dwell on that necessarily um, I think it's maybe, it's maybe it signifies just that again that like performative nature of like going out and yeah just get, and just getting yourself into that mode where you're presenting yeah, to other I think people the atmosphere is very kind of fraught and fidgety here um, definitely agree as though they're kind of circling an argument that might, <laughs> they could easily be one on the way mm. I think and you know a wedding could do that as well because you know when you're going to a wedding it makes you it forces kind of introspection and doesn't it? it kind of makes you think about your own situation yeah but yeah i mean you know like she's trying to be like look fucking hold still like he's like oh I've got, I'm, my hands are full can you carry my drink like get off me like i can tie my tile by myself like there's, there's a lot of kind of frustration going on here i guess that's the yeah i think it's about the the, the strange like uh and it's something we discussed in slow show it's like the strange like juxtaposition of like going out and you're meant to be looking forward to this but actually it's quite it can be quite a stressful scenario and that that killer line about i'm getting tired i'm forgetting why it encapsulates it so nicely of like this is supposed to be fun like we've worked all week and this is meant to be the bit when we get to let our hair down and fun why are we stressing about like the the fun bit I always, I always find it's, there's a strange frustration I get with myself if I'm stressed on a weekend. It's like I'm not doing it right. You know, it's like I get paid to do things that may or may not make me stressed. My job can be stressful. That's fine. On a Saturday, if I'm getting stressed about like going out on time, that's inherently wrong. I should be like enjoying this part of it and I'm getting tired. I'm forgetting why. It's that, it's that introspective look of like, why am I stressing out when this is meant to be the part I'm enjoying? Yeah. Yeah, I think... I guess with Slosha, I imagine the narrator, he's probably, I think he's probably more relaxed and like excited when he's getting ready to go out to that party is when he gets to the party that it kind of all goes to shit. Right. Whereas with this, presumably this I, a couple, again, I presume, um, they're just, they're more apprehensive from the offset about going out um, and sure that that's really what they want to do. And then with the, I'm getting tied, I'm forgetting why, obviously it, it's a link back to the previous line with the tying, tying my tie. But um yeah, I guess I'm forgetting why it's like he's get they're getting frustrated with each other, but they can't even remember why or what it is their partner's doing to annoy them. They're just rubbing each other up the wrong way. That's a classic. Like couples getting at each other for a reason that is completely not what you're currently arguing about. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Oh, We're so disarming, darling. Everything we did believe is diving, 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 diving off the balcony. Tired and wired, we ruin too easy. Sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave. Oh, we're ever so charming in public. <laughs> we're the kind of couple where it's like, oh, they're a really cute couple. I'm sure that people are getting sick of me saying the word performative, but this is exactly that. It's the performative nature of going out. It's We're so like 
planning to be disarming and planning to yeah, have those lines with our, up your sleeve. With our flowers on, we, we, yeah. we, we look we look so perfect, but I, privately we're unraveling. This is this is such a theme that's occurring as as we go through this album. I keep seeing it again and again and again the performative nature of going out and having to put yourself, put a version of yourself on show and be someone that you want people to like. And this line really gets it. We're so disarming, darling. Everything we did believe. I kind of want to explore this though about like everything we believe is diving off the balcony. What do you get from that? It's, it's quite an ambiguous one though. Like, do you think that that's about opinions? Like, so when you, some people would um, would say that like when you go to uh, a party, you got to have something to say. You get there and people say, "Oh, so what's new with you?" You know, some people might have like a few lines up their sleeve. So everything we believe is diving, 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 diving off the balcony. Sometimes I think that like that's that's a callback to saying. Some of the things that I'm saying, some of these opinions that I might purport to have while I'm at this party are just shove them out the window. They're nonsense. Like I've sometimes thought about that line that way that like sometimes people do just say things at parties because you're out and you're almost like you're a bit on show and you're just sort of, I guess, indulging in conversation. Some of the things you might purport to at a, a dinner party or a house party might not necessarily be things that you truly believe. You might just be going through the motions of saying things for, for the sake of saying it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the whole diving off the balcony thing, I, I get a real like strong sense of claustrophobia from this part of the song and the idea that, you know, this, this version of themselves were actually, they're a bit like frustrated and things aren't necessarily going to plan is very much confined to the apartment. Um, and it's, it's so claustrophobic. There's this imagery of, you know, things wanting to almost spilling out and diving off the balcony in terms of every, everything we did believe. Yeah. Maybe it's, it could it could be that it could be the what they're about to the way about to act in the pie. It could also be, you know, just everything we believed about how we were gonna be. We didn't maybe think we were gonna be this kind of couple. Well, that's interesting. Or like the way in which so couples quite often um, get into a situation where you have a very clear understanding of who each other is. I I look at you that way, and you think that I'm this person because when you spend so much time together, you maybe form roles, and when you go to a party. You might step out of those roles because you're around other people and you're trying to be a different version of yourself. And it would be normal in those situations for a partner to look at their other partner and be like, who are you being right now? So when it says everything we did believe is diving off the balcony, it's kind of like, where is the person that I spend all of my time with? What, what are you? Who is this person that you're putting forward in that? Um, again, there's kind of like a, a, a fake, not a fakeness because I, I, that's too critical, but what I mean is we all do it. We all are someone around the, uh, well, those of us in, in relationships. I don't want to imply everyone has to be in a relationship, but I am. So that's my, my interpretation of this is like, I am someone around my wife and um, I know my wife. And I know for cer certainly she has been frustrated with me before with like, um, if I'm around like a bunch of guys I went to school with, for example, I can be a, a bit of a different version of myself because we, we revert back to being more, goofy versions of ourselves we're indulging in the time when we were 18 and we get back into a really playful nature and and she can be like i i love the version of you that 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 we are and that you usually are um but uh who, who's this guy here so when it says everything we believe is diving off the balcony i guess for me one interpretation that i sort of sit with for a while is like the versions of ourselves that we hold ourselves to be in this relationship are out the window while we're at this party because you're clearly going to go and indulge that part of it and there's almost like a, a separation from the from the versions of, of yourself that you sort of put into the world yeah and maybe if you're with someone who knows you in and out in like a, like a partner does that 
you almost feel like a little bit anxious to to act in the way you kind of want to because you know you you know they're going to be on the side of the room like he's not really like that so you so you're kind of <laughs> you're more reticent to to do to be a different version of yourself you <laughs> someone can fucking call you out on your bullshit uh-huh. then we come to tired and wired we ruin too easy sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave i guess i imagined a couple just you know tired and wired obviously being a paradox like just stressed out from life and work and socializing definitely just rubbing each other up the wrong way possibly irreparably in terms of like re- being ruination um yeah what do you take from that i chorus? i, I- I, I love the so yeah definitely the the alcohol and the the tired effect of like you're, you've been at, again I think this is quite a weekend song and like I think that it's about like that that build up of attack and release like work and enjoy and then that juxtaposition of being tired and also buzzed it can be like you're in such a a, a fragile place of actually being able to like break so easily and, and definitely in my experience like arguments can come when you're like like out in these like celebratory quote unquote celebratory moments um because you are that strange juxtaposition of like really tired and 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 um and you know the alcohol's kicking in and that so from a, from a position of relationships i've um i think there's definitely something where there's there's a there's a habit to like little nitty gritty arguments sometimes happen when you're when you're a bit drunk that are just so insignificant and i love the admission of that um that like f- the falsity of them or, or the fact that they're not really valid arguments with that line we ruin too easy we ruin too easy is a line that really uh it confronts the truth that the argument we're having is 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 is, is not real it's not a real we we are we are fraught at this time and it's almost like it almost gives the relationship a break. It's like it's like that's not us. Like we we're in this state. We're we're tired and wired. Let's let's give ourselves a break for a minute. And we're not actually at each other's throats for any valid reason. We are just in this environment. We are. I don't want to say we are victims of this because it's self-inflicted, but it, I think it's about finding ourselves in a state and actually being like, God, why are we arguing? What are we, what are we doing? Yeah, about? yeah. Uh, you know, everything we love gets lost in drawers. Let's not mm. let's not lose something really great over just some stupid shit that's been pre- like precipitated because of like the week you've had and all that kind of that's, thing. That's exactly the vibe I think. Like, yeah, like what are you what are you really feeling? Like, this is this is this argument is nonsense, and we're, we're just overtired, and you know the alcohol's kicked in, but. I I I I've got a real fondness for that line about um, ruin too easy. I think it's it's just a really nice articulation of like um, y- you don't need to take that argument too seriously. Just it's just it's just the moment, you know. In fact, apartment story was called apartment story late in the game, partly to kind of that. I think for me kind of adds to that feeling of like, well, there's also this story happening in this small, enclosed domestic setting that's sort of got its own um, uh, comedy and also slight, like, horror show quality. <laughs> so that's Tired and Wired, We Ruin Too Easy. Then there's this next line, sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave. This kind of, like, hibernation in the apartment and staying there for a good while you know yeah i i don't feel good about that image to me the whole idea of like sleeping in our clothes together just seems like such an unsexual image i just i feel like being you know uh, maybe maybe you're like poor and you kind of they can't afford your heating this month and you're just like wrapping up in your clothes but at the same time it's like i'd a, a couple in bed but also wearing their clothes there's this there's a sort of sense that maybe they're not as close as they 
could be. I don't know. That's interesting because I think quite. I, I'm the way in which I read this song is very much about a place of of finding contentment at home and like being home and cozy and being okay with that. And that isn't always a sexual thing. That's sometimes a very comfortable thing. And I think the the idea of like sleeping in our clothes and wait for winter to leave. What's the alternative to that? It's the it's the anxious going out that they were trying to that he wasn't enjoying in slow show, and that while they were pinning his flowers on at the door, it's what they weren't necessarily looking forward to. Sleep in our clothes and wait for a winter to leave is a decision to stay in rather than go out. And I see it very much as like a very welcome thing. Now you're right; it's not a sexual image, but um, that's not to say that the relationship is is sexless. I think that at this moment, it's more about an admission of like it's sometimes quite comforting to reject going out and to just stay in with your partner. And when you combine that with the previous line, tired and wired, we ruin too easy, sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave. It's like a decision based on that. Like we know that it can be stressful and it can be anxiety inducing. And we're going to, we, we might argue about pointless shit if we go out and go through the motions here. So let's decide to just stay in, sleep in our clothes and wait for a winter to leave. Those two lines together combined, they just, they speak to me about a conscious decision to like stay home and really, really revel in the in the choice to stay in. Hold ourselves together with our arms around the stereo for Hold ourselves together with our arms around the stereo for hours. While it sings to itself or whatever it does, when it sings to itself of its long lost loves, I'm getting tired. I'm forgetting why. So their winter hibernation continues. They're just like hanging out, gathered around the stereo, maybe listening to some records. Sounds great, by the way. Yeah, on the surface, well, on the surface of it, a very nice image. Um, But then when he says while it sings to itself or whatever it does, while it sings to itself of its long lost loves. To me, it kind of evokes the idea of like background music. Like it's singing, it's singing away to itself. It's like something to fill the silence. I get a little bit of cynicism from it. Mm, I feel very comforted by it. I love, <laughs> I love staying in and just putting record after Great. record on. <laughs> I don't, yeah, like um, perhaps the intonation of Matt's voice at this point as well is, is very, um, I, I find it very comforting this hold ourselves together with our arms around the stereo for hours and uh, la 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 la. It's just very like, um, it's almost like that, that Disney-fied uh, version of the world in, in, in Fake Empire that's presented with those, um, you know, tiptoe through that shiny city. It's, it's that level of like so joyful. Um, it is Disney-fied, Disney-fied to the point of like denial a little bit for me. And, so like, and how, do you, how do you square the comfortness with the fact that it still comes with an I'm getting tied, I'm forgetting why? For, for sure, that, <laughs> for sure, that's a big left turn down the highway of happiness I was painting. Like, I, yeah, so the, the, lines, the lines do take it. So we go, hold ourselves together with our arms on the stereo for hours, la, 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 la. And even, so that part, I'm, I'm fully happy, I'm enjoying, I, it sounds like a nice vibe, I'm cool. Yeah. When it sings to itself or whatever it does, when it sings to itself of its long lost loves, I think we're talking about the stereo. So that I think this is just about two people enjoying music. You know, when it sings to itself. Uh, so even when it's, it says long lost loves, which it sounds inherently like quite a sad thing. I think that's just them listening to a record about long lost loves. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm cool with this so far. However, <laughs> that line, I'm getting tied, I'm forgetting why, it certainly 
crashes through my theory of this lovely content environment because and perhaps that's just the nature as I say we've mentioned before about how the National do have a hefty amount of balance in these songs and they're always very um, cognizant of the other side of the coin rather rather than painting everything as yeah maybe it's similar to how in in the previous song Slow Show you know he talks about this this image of being in the bedroom with this lady but like still worrying about overdoing it and being a little bit frightening and in, yeah. in the same sense he's like still got this anxiety about feeling a little bit tied up and kind of not a hundred percent. Even in a very content moment, still yeah. realizing that you're maybe like a bit tired into where you are. The the conscious feeling of oh, I'm I'm settling down now. I'm becoming an adult in this relationship. I I guess the more and more we go through this album, the more I uh, I come to appreciate that that um, that yin and yang of the writing is like the the lyrics within the stories of the national. There are often these lines that sort of like crash through an illusion that sort of like bring it back down to reality and remind everyone about the 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 other side of the coin and for me that 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 scene of being arms around the stereo at home is one of absolute contentment and then that that line uh, I'm getting tired I'm forgetting why it does just sort of like add that level that makes this not a completely content song not something that's purely about like happiness for me it does remind you of that sort of like the anxiety and the jitters that sort of are imbued through that dum, dum, gat, gat, dum, dum, gat, gat. i've always thought that's quite a, an anxious drum beat you know yeah um and in the same breath of having like a lovely home scenario painted it just sort of gets like you know, crashed through so again just chalk one up to the the, the 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 strong amount of balance that this album has to it yeah no i get that and i think it reminds me of thing Matt said about the uh, box of lyrics. He said, um, a lot of the lyrics I write involve images that just swing the song in a way that feels really good to me and there isn't a literal explanation. They're not riddles for the listener to solve. I think it is. he almost wants to temper every nudge in one direction with a nudge in the other. So. Nice. Well put. Well, I'm not giving you the credit. That's a Matt quite right. <laughs> well, put. well put, Matt. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Tired and wired, we ruin too easy. Sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave. And I'll be with you behind the couch when they come on a different day, just like this one. So kind of an alternate version of the chorus. Yeah. Yeah, I, it took me a while to get my head around that. I'll be with you behind the couch when they come. I I guess like hi hiding behind the couch is a very childlike image. So I wonder if this is like... I'll be hiding behind the couch when with you, like when the, when the adults come, um, when we inevitably have to return to adulthood and all its unmagnificence, you know. Because when when this hibernation ends and the adults bust through the door and are like, "Oh shit, you've got to go back to your job." Yeah, so it definitely paints a picture of like that the outside world is going on without them while they're you know arms around the stereo indulging in this like homely environment, and I guess that part just sort of serves to remind you that there is all that other shit going on in the world yeah and there's an end point to it you can't hide away forever right 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 so like when that eventually comes i'm gonna be with you we're gonna you know i'm gonna stay with you but we're gonna have to hide behind the couch because that stark reality is gonna come and hit us in the face yeah soon i can remember after recording the music for apartment story driving over to matt and corinne's apartment and giving him a hard drive and sort of being like 
and we'd sit and talk about whatever was going on with me at that time. But I remember he had a couch up against the wall, the windows of his, the windows which looked out at the street in Prospect, uh, actually in Clinton Hill where they lived. And um, when he wrote that song, when he wrote the words to Apartment Story, I literally would like picture him hiding behind that couch. <laughs> um, and But it was very, you know, those are before the days where we would email each other. We were actually very much still in the same room, you know. But I like, I, I definitely see the charmingness like on a different day, just like this one, that just kind of driving home that every day they live is the same at the moment in a nice way. It's like, it's just every day is just records and maybe some booze and cigarettes and food and just, yeah. Hanging yeah. Out. And like, so again, it's like, it's like not to glorify the relationship that's clearly existing in this little almost a um an incubator of this apartment where they can just sort of their relationship can grow and thrive within it but at the same time to you know to to paint it another way it can be a little bit monotonous like doing the same thing every day um i guess like the the as you say this is a bit of an, an alternate alternate version of the chorus and the way that this one is painted is that yes you know we are um we are still in this apartment and we're going to sleep in our clothes and wait for winter to leave but the stark reality is going to come. It's going to it's going to hit us both. We can stay together, but it does sort of highlight the fact that maybe this we can't over glorify this staying in the apartment because it it, it is just the same thing on loop, on loop, on loop, and uh, yeah, bit of a good reality check on that one because you can't just stay at home every day. That's not going to work. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, are you are you are you happily married? Or unhappily married? Um, I'm, I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm, so Dave is very happily married to a lovely lady. Right. I'm I, I'm single, and uh, the the phrase that comes to mind for me. I don't know if you watch this uh, HBO show Succession. They talk about the box set death march, and that's <laughs> mm. so when you talk about uh, do whatever the TV tells us. That's what it brings to mind to me. Is that kind of we're locked in. We don't know what to say to each other, so we're just watching endless television. But <laughs> it goes both ways. Corinne and I like like wanting nothing more to just to like. Uh, the, the truth is, I think, Karen, our, our favorite thing to do would be to stay at home, in her have her little room and my me in my little room, and and doing our thing just however we do it, just writing, thinking, writing, listening to music, reading, watching, and then and then do a little bit together, then back they like, go out. You know, it's not like uh, so so. Sometimes when you when you're especially when you're living in New York apartment um, in Brooklyn apartment, you're t like when you stay inside, you have nowhere. You you do start to like breathe each other's air too much, right? And so, so um, that was also a lot of this record is is Corinne and I trying to figure out how to how to live together. I think the thing about that song was that we edited it heavily towards the end, so we took out a number of we may have taken out an entire other verse to that song. Um, or maybe not a verse, but like a whole section of it um, at the end. And it kind of like came into focus at the very end. But I think, again, it's just was something that was a response to maybe hitting a wall and not feeling like we had everything. And um, but yeah, it was it was part of the later batch. We'll stay inside somebody finds us. Do whatever the TV tells us Stay inside our rosy-minded foes For days we'll stay inside Till somebody finds us Do whatever the TV tells us Stay inside our rosy-minded foes 
We'll stay inside till somebody finds us, do whatever the TV tells us. Stay inside our rosy-minded fuzz for days. We'll stay inside till somebody finds us, do whatever the TV tells us. Stay inside our rosy-minded fuzz. So worry not, all things are well, we'll be alright. We have our looks and perfume. Stay inside till somebody finds us, do whatever the TV tells us. Stay inside our rosy-minded fuzz. So worry not, all things are well. We'll be all right. We have our looks and perfume on. So they're still there waiting for the world to come crashing in, you know, staying inside till somebody finds us. They've sat around the stereo for a while and now they're just watching endless TV, doing whatever <laughs> the TV tells us. They've moved on to that. I'm sensing your negativity <laughs> around this scenario. Where it's a the... fucking relationship fugue state they're in right now. Like, what? how many more... <laughs> media I, can they consume I guess uh, so one thing I would say about this outro is it's like a, it's like a long conclusion of the song and to me it feels beautifully positive there's a, there's a real like uh, like the the music is major key it's like swelling and it feels positive and literally the words are so worry not it feels to me very like this is all great in here right I, I appreciate that when he says we ha- <laughs> we'll be alright we have our lips and perfume <laughs> obviously there's a tinge of sarcasm there about like maybe this isn't gonna all be okay here but more for me i i i always think that like i I see i see kind of see this as like the the like the happy conclusion of like we're gonna be okay we've got as long as we're in this apartment we're gonna be okay we've got everything we need right here and i see that as like a that, that that outro just sort of like lives in that for a moment but um no, I can see I can see your reading of it like not quite as uh, as positive. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to be completely cynical about it. And like of course there's some some joy in it and and who doesn't love those days where you're just sort of like you just make a den and just like live under the duvet and all that kind of thing. But sounds, sounds great. It does, but you know rosy-minded fuzz makes me think of like some somewhat rose-tinted, you know, in the situation. And then yeah, as you say, so worry not all things are well is all fine and good until you follow up with we'll be all right, we have our looks and perfume. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously our looks aren't going to last. And like, and the use of perfume there is like, perfume is like the perfect example of shallow consumerism, right? It's, you know, it's like <laughs> paying upwards of $100 for some scented water to mask your natural human scent and maybe attract a mate <laughs> in the process. You know, perfume's reference here is like kind of, it brings a sense of hopelessness for me. So, like, oh, we've got our looks and perfume. It's going to be fine. Some of them smell really good though. <laughs> they do and how long do they last yeah no, I, I, i'm with you i guess <laughs> no i i think there's you're right to point out there is an inherent inherent like fragility in like the things that they're holding on to to keep them happy and and maybe that's there is a um there is a that is that is intended by matt is to, is to, is to paint this picture and make it beautiful but also remind people that it is somewhat hanging by a thread or or it, it is maybe not hanging by a thread but that's quite severe maybe that in the same breath as painting this picture and saying that this is a this is a happy place for these two characters who decided to stay in rather than like uh, go out the the duvet world they've created is um <laughs> is maybe not quite as as brilliant as the major key extended outro might suggest that there's a there's a really lovely musical swell in this song that comes towards this like big crescendo i i find that quite positive and driving towards like positivity and i think that um i i've i've certainly always had a bit more of a, a positive lens to this song but completely hear your point and actually the way in which that Matt has painted this, it's unrealistic. 
the 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 happiness and the 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 halcyon days in this constructed duvet world that we're painting here is an unrealistic or or more of an unsustainable thing. Duvet world, by the way, is a sister attraction to Lemon World. You, you <laughs> so, take a, yeah. It's nearby Lemon World. You go past Lemon World, down past Keep Ohio, <laughs> and Duvet World is, uh, I think it's in Kentucky, actually, just Yeah, down but there. you also want to sit in and die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I, yeah, for me, it's, it's the darkest song on Boxer. It you make, think? It makes me feel fucking, yeah. Wow. And I think a part of it is is the fact that it's ob- odds with the music. It's like, it's so kind of driving and happy. And that just makes it all the more melancholic, I think. But mm. I guess the way I look at it is like, you know, slow show and apartment story as, yeah, as linked. Um, and it's like they're, they're, they're different versions of the same the same night in a way or, this, or the same period of someone's life of, you know, they could have gone down the partying route on their own or they could have stayed in with the lady. And, and I guess it's that there's both of those are imperfect, you know, that... The, the party's not a great time, but also the the staying in wasn't the a greatest option really. And there's kind of a nice symbiosis in that that it doesn't it doesn't side either either one way or the other. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, I think they are two different realities or, or two different options of the same. Uh, it's kind of a fork in the road, right? When they're when they're pinning those flowers on at the door, you can either go to uh, the story of slow show where you're standing at this punch table swallowing punch. Or you can stay in on the sofa and do whatever the TV tells yeah. you. That's that's an option that you have, right? And um, again, it's a, it's a testament to the to the to the songwriting quality here that neither scenario is painted as quite as fabulous as you might make it out to mm. be. They're both realistic glances at the options of going out and staying in. Both beautiful in their own way. I, well, <laughs> no, maybe not because slow show isn't painted as like a great night out. Love no, that. <laughs> had a panic attack by the punch bowl. That sounds <laughs> fantastic. But um, I guess they're both very real observations in that, like when you when you're at the party, just wanting to be somewhere, be somewhere else. I think at, during slow show, he just wants to go back to the apartment story, right? But then when you're in an apartment story, it is tinged with that question mark of like, is this really going to be sustainable? So. I guess there's a really like cool um, exploration of both options in, mm. in, the, in this in, in these two songs, and really looking at um, realistically what can we come to expect from either. <laughs> yeah, do you want to be standing at the punch table swallowing punch or sitting on the Grey's Anatomy sofa consuming Grey's Anatomy? It's, it's... Well, I've never watched Grey's Anatomy, so I, I, I don't know. But if it was if it was watching the American Office, then that sounds really comfy. Okay, fair point. <laughs> yeah, Is Grey's Anatomy that. good? I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> It's definitely, I mean, there's I, there's definitely cynicism in that song as much as there is romance in, 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 yeah. in all of them. But, yeah. Well, we've, we've, because we've talked about it quite a lot and I, I was, I was, I posed it to Chris. I said, I kind of see slow show and apartment story as existing in the same universe very closely. Yeah. And, you know, there are one, two on the album. Um, they're, they're two that I quite often not, you know, it's it's a moot point to say I listen to them back to back because they are side side by side on the album. But no, even when I'm putting playlists, I put I put those two. I together. get confused. I always get confused. <laughs> like slow show and apartment story, even though like I have to. It's not till it starts and then the first line comes up. Like which one is which, right? Right. Yeah. Um, in a funny way. Um, um, so yeah, for for me, they are they are uh, you know, fraternal twins, I guess. Coffee and Flowers is brought to you by Vero, a subscription-based social network which respects your privacy and doesn't sell your data to advertisers. Follow Coffee and Flowers and Vero to find and search all the songs, books, films and other things that we reference in each of the episodes.
Download Vero for free on iOS and Android. Go to get.vero.co slash coffee and flowers. That's get.vero.co slash coffee and flowers. Coffee and Flowers is hosted by Christopher Hooten and David Rapson and produced by Christopher Bolson. Julian Wharton composed the theme and engineers the show at the Bison Room in London. Special thanks to HBO for letting us use a clip from season one of their great show Succession, which is available to stream now on HBO Go.